Good day, everyone. My name is Vianta Gavendan. I'm from the Consumer Protection and Property Department in the province of KwaZulu Natal. Good day, everybody. My name is Miguel Shlanaidu, and I am from uh, the Consumer Protection and Property Department in Durban. Today, Vianta and I are going to discuss the processing of information of children, the Poppy Act, how and why. Thank you, Mageshe. And before we begin our discussion for today, it's important to note a few definitions that will be mentioned in our session and that may differ from the usual daily meaning. So number one to begin with is what is the big hoo-ha? What is poppy or papaya, as some may say? So poppy is the Protection of Personal Information Act. A second one to also know that will be mentioned in our discussion is child or minor, which refers to the natural person under the age of 18 years old. Another one to also mention and note is who is a competent person. So a competent person is one who is legally competent and able to consent to any action or matter concerning children or a child or minor child, right? It's also important to note the definition of the regulator. So who is the regulator that we see all about in respect of puppy? The regulator is a measurement body that facilitates the entire process of puppy and who also authorizes permission and the processing of personal information in respect of children. It's also important to note, and lastly, the responsible party. So the responsible party is a public or private body who is actually processing personal information. It's good that you brought up responsible parties because, you know, in terms of Section 34 and 35.1 of the Poppy Act, a responsible party is prohibited from processing the personal information of children. But in some instances, there are exceptions to this rule. The first one would be where the processing is carried out with a prior consent from a competent person. And then also we would have to look if there is an obligation with regard to international law and also an obligation for establishing or a right or defense of law to process the information of the child. Another reason would be for historical, statistical or research purposes as well. Yeah, thank you, Mugesh. It's also important to note that there are two types of authorization that's required for the processing of children information. Number one being the authorization by law in terms of Section 35.1, where it also mentions the justifications in terms of Section 35.1, as well as authorization by the regulator in terms of Section 35, subsection 2. So like you've already mentioned to those that are joining us today in terms of Section 34 and the justifications thereof that are mentioned in Section 35.1. In terms of Section 35, subsection 2, which talks about the authorization by the regulator, the regulator may only authorize the processing of children information to a responsible party if it is in the public interest. And if it's not in the public interest, they may all have to be appropriate safeguards that are put in place or implemented to protect the rights of a child. You may also even mention to those that are joining, like, what is the big who are, what is in the public interest, what does it actually mean or refer to? Yeah, you know, we always hear people say, we want to know it's in the interest of the public, but what is public interest? So basically, a public interest is an action or a process that benefits the public at large and just not a few people or one person. An example of public interest would be recently where the Department of Basic Education had decided that they were not going to allow the publishing of metric results in the newspapers, and they had opted to release 
the metric results on a web-based platform or also release it to students at the school on which they had set for their examinations. A lot of students uh, found this to be really unfair and the matter was taken to the High Court. And at the High Court, Judge Anthony Miller also said that not everyone has access to this web-based platform and some kids live far away from the schools or do not live in the area in which they were in school anymore. So he said that kids from these modest backgrounds may not have access to this platform. And he said that in his judgment, Judge Miller said that, you know, the results, uh, the publication of the results rather, would be and will be published in the newspapers. However, the names and surnames of the children would be omitted, but just their student numbers. Oh, Megation, that's fantastic news. It's good to know and that children's uh, personal information in respect of their names will not be mentioned. I remember in, back in our days when we were schooling, the names and the examination numbers were mentioned. And it was to a disadvantage because a lot of kids were disappointed. Some of their names weren't mentioned, whether it was a print error or just in any other aspect. But it's good to know that that is being recognized now, Megation. So thank you for that. And also to note that, as I have mentioned earlier, in terms of Section 35, Subsection 2, where the regulator speaks about appropriate safeguards, it's important to know that in terms of Section 19 of the Act, the regulator states that a responsible party is required to implement appropriate measures to prevent the loss or damage or unauthorized destruction of personal information, as well as the unlawful access to such personal information of children. And Important to note that in order to implement such appropriate safeguards, a responsible party must foresee and they must implement and foresee internal and external risks. They must establish and maintain appropriate safeguards against potential risks. They may also always know to update continuously in respect of the safeguards to avoid future or previous risks that have occurred. Yeah, but also, you know, uh, if application is made to the regulator for authorization and if the regulator is satisfied of the application and, you know, to allow the processing of information of children, you must remember that uh, these uh, these cases are basically judged on the information given to the regulator and it won't be a yes or no in every instance. But also, if... uh, If you guys would like to know more about the processing of information of children, you can always contact us, any of us, at your local CESA branch in the consumer department, and we'd be glad to help you. Thank you, Mageshan, for that. And thank you to those that have joining us today. Stay safe during the pandemic.